Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Along with Mike Sielski, I'm Glenn Mack now. By the way, come on up today at 11. It's going to be a, really tr- a real treat. Dan Baker is going to join us. The Phillies honored Dan last night for 50 years as the PA announcer and. um Mike, you know him. I know him. He's just he's he's a character and he's a great guy. I have a terrific story about Dan back from when I was a kid. Oh, uh, nice. That should uh, that I'll bring up with him, and that hopefully I think gets to the heart of who he is. Nice. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have him uh, coming up. Uh, we have a what we're watching with. By the way, a new sounder. Very excited about. Oh yeah. That. Very excited about that. We'll talk about Dick Vermeil getting into the Hall of Fame today. Uh, we will soon get into the Eagles' run versus pass situation, but let's get Mike from Yardley up here first. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, my, uh, Mike and Glenn. I've never talked to Mike before, but and I've been gone for a month out west, so I've, I've missed a lot of what's happened in the last month. But I'm going to start off with the Phillies. It's so great to have a team that you can follow, that you can see as being legitimately competitive. Uh, I don't know where the Schwarber hate came from. He's the first... <laughs> batter he's going to get more at bats than anybody and if the only thing he does is hit home runs that's like uh buddy yeah. ryan talking about chris carter yes exactly all he does is got touchdowns thank you <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it i'll take it the other thing is is that you know as good as um gibson was last night you gotta figure we've got three outstanding starters and a bunch of guys who might competing for the third spot as well you know they're they're set up to have a really good playoff run if only bryce harper can come back and be who's the, who's the, the, uh, the third great starter who's you're given as a great starter well i'm not given as a great starter but uh, i i have missed ranger suarez for mm-hmm. a month but when i look at the stats he looks like he's been unhittable for his last three or four games you know he's Obviously not as good this season as he was last season, and it was it would be unreasonable to have expected him to be that good. Um, yep. I mean, his ERA was under two. It was insane. Yep. Um, but, you know, Glenn and I were talking about this last week. We love a crafty lefty because there are so few of them left in Major League Baseball anymore. And I, I believe Suarez gives opposing hitters a look that anymore they don't encounter all that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I haven't watched his really good games lately. But, you know, has he given up an earned run in his last three starts? I mean, it's pretty remarkable. He's been, he's been excellent. I, I don't count on him, obviously, the way I do with Nolan Wheeler. But I get your point, and he was that good last year. And if he hasn't – listen, if he or Syndergaard 
or, or Gibson, get it together. If if one of those three get it together and you go into the playoffs with three good starters, you can get by with a mediocre fourth starter. What's your Eagles point? The Eagles point, uh, the guys that I'm interested in watching is the synergy between Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean. Now, I don't know how many years they played, how many seasons they played at Georgia, but they played together a lot. And they know each other. They know what each one's going to do. And I think that the sum of the two parts is greater than whatever, you know, that, that adage. I think they could be really, really good and surprisingly good. I, it's, it, listen, I think it's a great point. Dean was the guy you wanted to see. Davis the guy I want to see. You got the two best players from the best defense in the country who have played together, it will be something to see them when they click. Yeah, I mean, the man I'm trying to replace here, Ray Dittinger, called that Georgia defense the best he had seen in college football in, what, 25 years or something like that. Um, So, yeah, absolutely worth watching. To Mike's previous point, he was correct. Ranger Suarez has not allowed an earned run in any of his last three starts. there you go. All right, earlier this week, Angelo Cataldi and the morning team went to practice. They interviewed Nick Sirianni, and this conversation took place. There's a story in the Inquirer today saying, ideally you'd like to run it a little less and throw the ball a little more. I don't know where they got that. No, you don't? I never told them that. No, you didn't. Because all all my secrets are, I don't have, I'm keeping everything in-house. You're not saying anything. I'm not saying it. Why would I say anything, right? Because then the teams that we're going to play are going to know something. Okay, it's a bit of a non-denial denial, as they say. Yes. Uh, the story he's referring to is written by... Do we know this clown? You. Yeah, oh. Uh, oh. Which was an excellent column. But they really kind of started off with the, with the point that running backs are disposable and, you know, they, they aren't um, appreciated as they used to be and maybe they shouldn't be. And you kind of transition from that into... The Eagles were great at running the ball last year. It worked, but clearly their moves in the offseason are designed to go another direction. Yeah, I I wasn't suggesting in the column that I had spoken to Nick Sirianni and that Nick had told me, we don't want to run the ball more. That was not the point of the column. That conversation never happened. Uh, What I was saying was that the Eagles' overriding philosophy, the way they think about offense, is that they want to throw the ball first and foremost. And that's basically been true since Jeffrey Lurie became the team's owner, and particularly since Howie Roseman has been in charge of player personnel and strategy and all that kind of stuff. Um, And so the point of the column was, as well as the Eagles ran the ball last season, again, they don't really want to play that way. Uh, And if you look at where they've put their money in investing in players and their draft picks and those sorts of things, you can see that they want to throw the ball. You spend a first-round pick on Devontae Smith, you trade for... A.J. Brown, you give Dallas Goddard a long contract extension, they want to throw the ball. I have no disagreement with yeah, that. And, and I have no argument with that, and I think that they have the opportunity to have a balanced offense, which would be delightful. It would be great, and it, again, comes down to the quarterback. Um, you know, go back to those first seven games of last season. They didn't go into last season saying, you know, we have a great offensive line, we're just going to pound teams to death. They went into last season thinking, we're going to throw the ball. That's what we do, and we're going to see if Jalen Hurts can do it. And through seven games last season, they were 2-5, and five, and Jalen Hurts was not a productive quarterback. And so they changed what they were doing out of necessity. Uh, it remains to be seen. Why did it work so well? The running game? Yeah. You have a tremendous offensive line. That's exactly right. You have 
a good variety of running backs uh, in Boston Scott and Miles Sanders and last season Jordan Howard and I think you'd see you'll see more of Kenny Gainwell this year. But again, it almost doesn't matter who the running backs are when the line is that good. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I agree with you, and I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see a balance. I'm very excited to see the team. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm flustered. Okay. I'm excited for a few <laughs> things. I'm excited because I Somebody think... Somebody get glass ice water. There you go. I think the defense is going to be that much better with the acquisitions. They had and will find out if Jonathan Gannon is a good coach this year. And my inclination is to think he is. And he's going to have guys that he can employ to do various schemes rather than the vanilla they did last year. I'm very excited for the offense because you do come back with the best line in football. We all agree on that. And barring injuries, that's going to stay that way. You have a nice platoon of running backs, depth guys, as you said, guys who bring different skills to it, all of whom are talented. Hey, I like Boston Scott, and I don't even know how much he's going to play, and I think he's very good. You have a top-flight tight end. Um, and depth at that position. You have now a guy who comes in who's one of the A.J. Brown, one of the top 10 receivers in the league, fair to say? I might even put him in the top five. Okay, there you go. And he comes with a second-year guy who is explosive, can run patterns, has speed, and has good hands. And all of that together says this is going to work. Dot, dot, dot. However... Hurts. However, and that's what we don't know. We don't know. And it's... I know it's discussed every day on every show, and I hate to, to just beat the dead horse, but it is. The whole thing rides on it. And and it's kind of scary if you're an Eagles fan, right? Um, it's interesting if you cover the team and can take a step back from it and say, okay, I want to see what Jalen Hurts is. I want to see what he does uh, off the field, in the intangible things on the field. He does everything right. Uh, and yet... We don't know what he's going to be once the spotlight comes on. And again, I've said this in the past, so much of this comes down to the modern NFL and A, the salary cap, because he makes he's costing them less than $2 million under the cap this mm-hmm. year, which is why they were able to make so many of these additions and improvements. And then the modern NFL is about throwing the ball, and mm-hmm. the Eagles believe in that. And so at some point, if you're going to contend with the top teams in the NFC, the Rams and presumably the 49ers if, you know, Trey Lance becomes what they think he's going to be, uh, and whoever else, the Packers, you have to be able to move the ball down the field, and your quarterback has to be able to make throws in important situations, and we have not seen that yet from Jalen Hurts. Okay, so you've been to training camp a couple times. Um, I, I'm, I'm reading uh, and hearing different reports from training camps. Uh, you know, the kids had a bad day, threw three interceptions, and I, 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 I read Ruben Frank earlier this week, who's a guy whose opinion I really trust, and he said, hey, it looks actually pretty good. He's had more good days than bad days. Do you have an assessment based on what you've seen? Because I'm always really reluctant off of anything in camp, and even most things in preseason, to make two large adjustments, because that's when you're learning it. That's where you're getting it together. That's where they're trying different things. I have not. I've been to camp two or three times. I the frustrating part about covering the team and analyzing it through looking at Hertz is that we haven't seen anything one way or another that says he is different from what he was last season, mm-hmm. or that has reaffirmed what everybody already thinks of him. I'll give you an example of what I mean. I don't know if you saw this on social media yesterday, but there was a report. Uh, out of Washington about an anecdote at Washington Commanders yeah, practice yes. about Carson Wentz. Yes. Okay, 
during a drill, I, I don't know if it was seven on seven or whatever it was, Carson once drops back, he's rolling out, and he's getting chased by a defensive line. Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat. Yeah. And while Sweat is chasing him, Sweat is saying to Wentz, throw it away, throw it away, throw it, and Wentz doesn't throw it away. Runs out of bounds. Runs out of bounds. Yes. That is the sort of anecdote that is telling. That that lets you know this is who Carson Wentz is. It reaffirms the reality of him as a quarterback. There hasn't been anything yet that I've seen where you look at Jalen Hurts and say, okay, now we know what kind of quarterback he is and is going to be. That just has not happened yet to my eyes in training camp, which is why there's this air of mystery around him heading into September 11th I in agree. Detroit. I agree. I think we don't know. I yeah. think we don't know. And I listen, I appreciate Elliot. Please understand I'm not knocking Elliot here because he tracks every pass every year, and I admire his diligence in doing it. But if Dalen Hurts is 8 for 15 with a touchdown and interception in a practice in July, I don't know what to make of that. I'll say this, Glenn. There was, there was, and again, you're right about focusing too much on one play in practice. There was one play at the most recent practice I was at where Hurts rolled out in a drill and threw deep, and the pass was batted away. And it was one of those plays where you watch him and you go, yeah, he can run, but when it comes to throwing the football, it, it took a bit for him to get the ball down the field, where you look at Wentz and the natural athletic gifts that Wentz has, it would have been an easier throw. I'm not suggesting that Carson Wentz is better or that, you know, well, he would have made a smart arm. decision. Nobody's going to argue you that. You can see why talented people become infatuated with a guy like Wentz and why they question whether Hurts can do it. Well, Wentz was the second pick of the draft. Exactly. Hurts was a second rounder in the draft, and that will uh, there, there's a reason for that. 215-592-9494. Coming up, we can do a little tribute to Vin Scully. Uh, coming up at 11 o'clock, Dan Baker will join us, Philly's PA announcer who was honored last night. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.